Hey, it's Eric, and the Eric in the Morning podcast is brought to you by ComEd. As we spend more and more time at home, the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program has tips on ways to save. Visit ComEd.com forward slash home savings. Let's get to, hey, I was wondering, you have questions, we use them. You get one of those Eric in the Morning travel mugs. You can uh, text them to 60123. You can email them. You can post them to Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, you know. Yeah. Uh, This morning's, hey, I was wondering is, uh, I think, pretty topical. For many of you who haven't left your homes for quite some time in the middle of a pandemic. From Chris. Hey, Eric, I was wondering how often should you wash your sheets during the coronavirus pandemic? Is it different than normal or do we just stick to the normal rules? I got out of bed this morning and looked at my sheets and thought, oof. (laughs) I think you'd use a wash. (laughs) Uh, Just wondering if anybody knows, maybe a doctor or a nurse or somebody in infectious diseases that might be listening. (laughs) I don't know if we have anybody in those departments listening, Chris, but I'll try to find out. Uh, 312-233-1019. From a health standpoint, does anybody know? Maybe you've read it somewhere. Maybe it's a personal policy of yours. Maybe you've done your research and you've determined. Does anybody know, to answer Chris's question, how often should you wash your sheets during the coronavirus pandemic? Do you think it's more than under normal times? Probably because you're coming, you know, in and out of your house potentially. So you're mm-hmm. just bringing in more germs than regular. See, I feel like you'd be bringing in more germs under normal life than now. Oh, uh, maybe. You just, yeah. I feel you like you're more. exiting and entering yeah. your house under normal life more than you are right now. Yeah. You care more about the germs now mm-hmm. than you might normally. Right. That's more conscious. Too. I do know, like, after going to, like, a grocery store, mm-hmm. I come home and change my clothes because I don't want to get on the couch or the bed really? yeah. with the dirty clothes. Really? <laughs> yes. And do you throw them right in the wash, or do you just leave them in a big pile of uh, Corona? <laughs> I, I throw they eventually just be spread around with your hands. And your I know, I know. I do have a Corona pile, but then when I touch them again... Uh, this is my regular pile. This is my Corona, corona pile. pile. And then okay. you, when you touch the Corona pile and you throw them in the washing machine, you go wash your hands. I got you. All right. 312-233-1019. How often should you wash your sheets during the coronavirus pandemic, and is it different from other times? Anybody. Any 530 Club member, any healthcare worker, anybody even <laughs> conscious. Yes. <laughs> As we come to I work early and no one is doing anything ever at this time of day. Are you listening? The only person really listening is Captain Hollywood. Right. He could probably call in. That's really about <laughs> the only listening? person up. He, I think he is. Oh, he is. Oh, definitely. <laughs> he is. And he's taking uh, detailed <laughs> notes for our ultimate dismissal. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And, you know, love your Instagram. Yep. And, and thanks for causing the storms yep. last night. <laughs> the, the jo- well, we have, sorry, we have a joke. You know, remember how we talked um, quite a few times on the air about how he brought all the bad weather. He brought, like, that the we- polar vortex, and he brought all the pandemic. Ever since he moved here, all the bad stuff happened. He brought us uh, devastation. Okay. <laughs> he, yeah. 312-233-1019. Nurse Vanessa, thank you for being here this morning. How are you? Good. How are you, guys? Great. Are you on your way to work? Coming home? On my way to work. Okay. Busy day for you. Uh, maybe you can help with Chris's question. How often should you wash your sheets during the coronavirus pandemic, and is it different than normal? Um, it should be washed, I would say, every, uh, at least twice a week. Oh, wow. It, that's more frequent than normal. I would right. say once a week normally. Okay. Yeah. Uh, most people are like, yeah, that is more frequent. Uh, usually it's once every six months. Oh. <laughs> Which is a little bit creepy. Yeah. It is. But it's the honest truth. <laughs> a lot of life on uh, those sheets. Do you wash your sheets that often, Nurse Vanessa? Um, I try to get to once a week, but it's more like once every few weeks. 
Gotcha. Gotcha. They say uh, that you should, I was reading something says you should wash your pillowcases even more often than your sheets. Yeah. 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 Do you ever just change them out? Because you feel like if you don't, you're going to get breakouts all over your face. (laughs) Yeah. 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 True. It's so true. From the, like, your hair and everything like that. Yeah, exactly. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, Do you have a Corona pile at home? (laughs) Melissa has a regular pile of dirty clothes and a Corona pile of dirty clothes. Do you have that, too? I actually do because I have a laundry basket um, in my laundry room right from when I come in from the garage. Good. I'm coming from the hospital. Right. Yeah, that's smart. I changed right there. What do you think of the story that Whip was just sharing of the nurse that went up to southern Wisconsin to go drinking at the bars and was cheek to cheek with her friends? What are your thoughts on that? So, I envy that she gets to go out, but she's going to have a lot of backlash from that. Yeah, I would think so, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mostly from her uh, friends, or will she walk into work and they'll all be shaking their heads going, uh, 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 uh. It will all be work. Really? Be yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine so, too. Mm-hmm. All right, thank you, Nurse Vanessa. Be safe today. Be careful. We appreciate you calling, okay? All right, thanks. Thanks have so much. Day. She's great. Nurse Vanessa. Very good. Yeah, Matt Damon's there. That's right. So mm-hmm. he was filming a movie, Matt Damon was, and uh, then all this came down, and he was there with his family, and they were self-quarantined. You probably saw the story this week. His oldest daughter, who's 21, Matt Damon's oldest daughter is 21. That's Whoa. insane to think she about. She had wow. uh, COVID-19 and has recovered. Didn't know that. Yeah. Didn't yeah. know so that. So he talked yep. about it uh, earlier this week and uh, says that uh, they're very relieved and very, very happy. He also says, Matt Damon says, self-isolating in Ireland feels, quote, like a fairy tale. It's been incredible. Wow. Okay. What? What? I guess it depends on where you're you staying. You have lost your mind. <laughs> At least he's being honest. No, he's not. That he's lying. No, because because nobody all these... thinks self quarantining anywhere is incredible. If you're an if you're a millionaire, yeah, I would say it's pretty awesome. No, it's no? not. Oh. Self quarantining doesn't, doesn't matter how much money you have if you're sitting in your house. What is he trying to say? But your like house the... is magical when you're rich. Magical. Is he trying but to it's say not his house? He's in Dublin. Like the view out his window looks know. like a fairyland or something. Is, is he that in what a he's castle? trying to say? He's just saying what he's supposed to say because <laughs> okay. he can't go. He Matt Damon can't go. You know, it sucks. Yeah. Maybe well. he jo- enjoys his time with his kids and okay. family. No. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> you, two, you two are great. Let me get to the point. <laughs> okay. I got Viola to tell me how it's magical and well, millionaires yeah. living and I, I don't know. <laughs> so it's, it's not in, his house. Okay. It's incredible, said Damon, of living in a suburb of Dublin. It's one of the most beautiful places we've ever seen. We got this incredible setup in this place and it's absolutely gorgeous. Plus, I'm a multi-millionaire and I live in a magical <laughs> castle. <laughs> well, that's oh, what... Maybe you're right. That's what he said. <laughs> you must be right. Uh, Damon is currently with his uh, wife and three of their daughters, Stella 9, Gia 11, and Isabella 13. I don't know where the 21-year-old is. Okay, so they have a lot of kids. Yeah, his 21-year-old goes to NYU, and and maybe he's living in New York and maybe had it there. I know nothing about his life, I realized, in this last five (laughs) minutes. He keeps it pretty private. (laughs) With plenty of nature nearby, Damon joked that the area is perfect for his social distancing needs. There's trees and forests and woods and oceans next to my big, huge Hollywood mansion (laughs) outside of Dublin that's... (laughs) Magical, because that's how we as multimillionaires live. Exactly. Oh, he's saying and then all he those can things. go. Well, because the he's artists that are complaining things. online, I'm like, hey, you have a like waterfall oh, pool, and you have a butler totally. probably living with totally. you. There's only a, a butler. butler. <laughs> I can't think of a place you'd rather I want to it. be the, within a two-kilometer radius than right here. Oh. It's ridiculous. It feels <laughs> quote like a fairy tale, oh. and it's been incredible. Damn. So I thought, okay, <laughs> Matt Damon says self-isolating in Ireland. 
It's been incredible. Uh, it's time for the Eric in the Morning list. We give you the topic. You give us the top three right back. If you finish first, you get a prize at 312-233-1019. We're looking for your three words and three words only that describe, <clears throat> excuse me, how the self-quarantine has been for you. Mm. Matt Damon says, it's been incredible. <laughs> Violetta says, it's been magical. <laughs> yeah. What do you say? 312-233-1019. Matt Damon says, self-isolating in Ireland, it's been incredible. We're looking for the top three words you would use about self-isolating. You would go with what, Dorothy? Exhausting. I'm sorry? Exhausting. That's one word. Mm. Uh, and scary and crazy. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right. What, All you right. want three? Come on, that's exhausting. Yeah. The three words and three words only. Josh, to describe uh, what it's been like. An effing nightmare. There we go. There's three words. Oh, hey, yeah. There they are. Right there. Uh, <laughs> you want to go with what, Eric? It's Miller time. It's Miller time. Of course it is. Three words and three words only. Number three, Tony. Where's my Xanax? Where's my Xanax? (laughs) Oh, God, Tony. At number two, Cheryl. Three words and three words only. It's soul sucking. It's soul sucking. (laughs) And finally, in at number one, PJ. Your three words to describe what life is like in self-quarantine. Please, enough already. There it is. Yeah. All right. Might I recommend Lemansky's in Wisconsin, <laughs> the bar where everybody's hanging out. Yeah, West Dallas's finest establishment. Yeah. <laughs> Southern Wisconsin, all opened up and ready for business. <laughs> what did the governor say about it, Whip? Uh, it's the Wild West. Wild, Wild West yep. out there. Can I throw a piece of advice at you? Sure. For scotch? Okay. You just put the one cube in there. Okay. And just leave it alone for like 15, 20 minutes. Don't get, just leave it alone. Seriously. Yeah. Okay. I have a question. And Can let I let the ice cut it slowly? What's the first brand of scotch then I should try? I like Woodford Reserve, but that's me. Okay. Yeah. Woodford. I'm going to write it down and I'll try it. 312-233-1019. You got a new drink? <laughs> Look at these. These are good. <laughs> Uh, we're all over the board on these new drinks. Hi, uh, John. Never drank it before, but you do now. Good morning, you guys. Good morning. I just got turned on to this new kind of rum. It's called G-U-B-B-A rum, Gubba rum. Uh-huh. And it comes in coconut and vanilla flavors, oh, and it is amazing. Oh, boy. Really? Do you, what it's do you add Twitter. to it? He's on Twitter. It's great. Uh-huh. What do you add to your rum? Uh, Coke. Whatever, whatever will get the rum down. I'm, I'm just drinking it all yeah, as much as I can. Yeah, whatever, Melissa. Aren't you ready for one right now? A, a glass full of rusty nails. Whatever just gets it down. I don't care. Oh, all right. That's great. Thank you for that. Hey, Amanda, you didn't drink it before, but you do now. I am so excited you guys are talking about this. Oh, I am a... I am a beer snob, and I am like craft beers, the whole thing. Right. Well, beer and wine was giving me hangovers, which made me think I had the virus every Monday. Gotcha. So I switched to vodka and buble, and I have lost eight pounds. Oh, My wow. family is so mad because I'm the only person that has lost weight during quarantine. Look vodka at and buble. Plus, it sounds so refined. <laughs> Sounds like it's wearing a tuxedo. Very, very nice. Yes, do you have to only drink it while wearing a tuxedo or an evening gown? Well, yeah, the gown after a couple of them. Right, absolutely. All right, that's very nice. when you do your best drinking. 312-233-1019. You didn't drink it before, but you do now, Nancy. 
I hated whiskey, but now they have peanut butter whiskey, and it's delicious. That is so good. Peanut butter whiskey? What? I don't think I was aware of this, Nancy. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Wait. I've had two already. Do you drink that on the rocks? Yes. Really? Totally on the rocks. Oh, my God. It's so smooth. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you just pour a little peanut butter whiskey over a couple of uh, ice cubes and just let it sit for a second, then go to, go to town on it, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. The peanut- first time you taste it, you're like mind blown. This random really? stranger gave me some at Ravinia, and I was forever changed. Really? I'm so honored. I have never had that. It's amazing. I don't even think I even knew that existed. Guess who's going to Benny's this afternoon? Yeah. <laughs> 312-233-1019. You didn't drink it before, but you do now, Pete. Yeah, I bought it as a joke when this all started, but I bought some Corona. Of course. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I never drank it really before unless it was at a party somewhere, but now I'm buying it every time I go to the store. Can't beat it. You do the regular or Corona Light or Premier? Extra. Yeah, yeah there you go. The regular. Mm. You know, that's the uh, beer I was uh, using when I was playing beer pong with my dad. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. My dad and I. Yeah. Was he also oh, using Corona? Or? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got to. 312-233-1019. You didn't drink it before, but you do now, Johnny. Drinking Manhattan's like they're going out of business. There's my guy right there. <laughs> there he is right there. Making them at home, obviously. Making them at home. Yeah. Um, hey, I got her correct. You said your favorite scotch is... Woodford Reserve. That's actually a bourbon. That's there. right. It is a bourbon. Oh, I was talking shoot. scotch, but I did think I did give her a bourbon. You're absolutely oh, right. Okay. You're absolutely right. And thank you for the correction. I appreciate it. Lou <laughs> <laughs> Now tell me you hate me. <laughs> hate you. <laughs> Everybody's doing that to me now. I hate you. Eric, just to correct you. Just, oh, thanks a lot. All right. Hate you. <laughs> Secret Eric in the morning off air poll. Swanee has already spoken to nine of you. We're going to answer caller 10 live on the air. And ask you the question, okay? Mm -hmm. You'll get a prize for answering, and all 10 lines into the studio are ringing right now. Just got to grab one of them, find out if this survey is true, what arguably should be or could be the most simple question you've ever heard might not, in fact, turn out to be that way. Mm -hmm. Well, listen, give me a number. One to 10. Ooh, I'm going to say eight. All right. Line number eight. Good morning. Hi, you're on the air. What is your name? Heather. Heather, I have one question for you. Ready? Yep. Here we go. Heather, what day is it? Friday. That is exactly right. right. That is exactly right. right. Nicely done. Well done. I noticed a pause, though. Yeah. (laughs) Difficult. Yeah. Had to think for a second. I did. All of them start to feel the same, don't they, Heather? They do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Feeling a little bit dumb, but you got through it. Nicely done. Okay. Hang on. We have a prize for you. What are you doing? I am actually just getting up and um, driving to go to the store. Oh, there you go. All right. Well, be careful. <laughs> Hold on. What do we have for Heather? A $100 gift certificate to DoorDash. So order tonight. Restaurants are still operating. So have your meal delivered safely and securely. Order your favorites with easy online ordering. A new survey says... Most people in lockdown are constantly confused about what day it is. Yeah, that makes sense. It makes work kind of difficult. A survey of 2,000 Americans found that the average American gets confused about what day it is five times every week. Oh, well, that's once a day then, I guess, for a work week. Five times every week, you at some point have no idea what day it is because they all start to feel, look, and smell the same. Yeah, A further 80% said the days are all starting to blur together because of all the time spent indoors. 
The confusion may be taking a toll on people's motivation as well as 65% of those polls said they're struggling to stay motivated to do anything during self-isolation. Okay. We spoke to 10 people. You heard Kate, or I'm sorry, Heather, get it right. Oh Heather got God. it right. The other nine we spoke to, of all 10, how many incorrectly told us what day it is? Incorrectly? Melissa, incorrectly guessed what day it is of the 10. I'm going to say six. <laughs> uh, Violetta. Four. Whip. Two. Three. Weren't real sure what day it was. <laughs> Three of the ten. Oh, had no yeah. idea that today is Thursday. I even think it would have been worse had you done it midweek. <laughs> oh, you said Thursday. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> she didn't even hear it. I know. I was thinking, <laughs> nice. like, wow, yeah. it'd be even worse midweek. Got to hear the show to be on the show. <laughs> I know. This goes right by us. I, I don't even know. All Thursday. Right. All right. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Speaking of uh, basketball and big, big money, Michael Jordan and The Last Dance, the final two episodes are coming Sunday. Get yourself ready for it. The prop bets are in place. Mm. Now they have prop bets for Super Bowl. They have it for The Last Dance as well, the final two episodes. What are they? All of the following prop bets can be made through Bet Online. Okay. Episode 10, the average viewership, over under 6 million. You can bet the over or the under on that one. Hmm. I'll take the over. Okay. What's yeah. it been? I yeah. Right around 6 million. Look. Yeah, I feel like that oh. was uh, yeah, the initial episode. the over under, right? It? We're about where it is so that it makes it tough. Oh, okay. I get yeah. it. I get it. Yeah. Uh, the episode 9 and 10, metered market rating in Chicago. The over under is a 12. I'll take the over on that, too. Uh, agreed. First person shown. First person shown in the last dance, final two episodes. Your bets can be made on Phil Jackson, Jerry Krause, Scotty Pippen, Jerry Reinsdorf, and Dennis Rodman. Those bets are available, so that uh, leads one to believe that Michael Jordan Jordan isn't the first person show. Who, are you, who would you guess? As the episode nine opens, yeah, I would probably, uh, I think it's going to be uh, Jerry Krause or Phil Jackson. Okay. So I'll go with Reinsdorf. Okay. Just for fun. How many people will be shown with a cigar in their mouth? <laughs> the over-under is three different people. More. You think more than that? Well, more I than mean, three people with cigars in their mouth. I'm going to let you in on something. They win the title in 98. What? So, I know that kind of spoiler alert, uh, but I'm guessing that they're just based will on be that. be shown, though. Yeah, just based right. on that, I'm guessing more. Okay. How many times will the F word be said? <laughs> the over-under is two and a half. I'm going to go way over. Over. Yeah, absolutely. Over. Yep. And finally... Will Michael Jordan be shown in a wizard's uniform? Yes or no? Yes. Yes. I'm going to go yes, yes on that. Yes, absolutely. Yes on that, too. Sadly. That was the the worst, worst thing that could ever... Such a bad decision. I'd love to hear, and he. I don't think he's the type of guy who will ever, ever, no. ever say never. anything he ever did was not a good idea no. or a mistake. No. Has he? Has he ever come out and admitted that I think that that's was where the, Whip was headed? Yeah. Well, well that's. What I, I would. I would love. That's why I'm surprised. In the current interview that they're showing through this oh. thing, I wonder if he will express any kind of that sentiment. I, I doubt it. I'll oh take my. the uh, no on the over-under on that one. Agreed. <laughs> wow. Agreed. I'm going to go no on that. All right, Mixed Morning Mindbender, 312-233-1019. First correct caller wins. 52% of people at home self-quarantined with a partner have signed up for what? Uh, must be. Yes, Lori. An alcohol home delivery? Alcohol home delivery. No, but that oh. is an excellent idea. I okay. had wine club, too. That is an excellent idea. Mm. Kristen, 52% of uh, people with a significant other have signed up for? It has to be couples therapy. Couples therapy? No. But oddly enough, if it make you feel better, Kristen, that was the number one answer of everybody calling. 
Oh, oh seriously. But okay. you might need the couples therapy because 52% have signed up. Oh, hold on. For what, Sean? Dating app. Exactly right. Wait a second. Wait a minute. Yep. They're in a relationship, right? That's what makes it interesting. Otherwise, this would be a very boring mixed morning mind bender. <laughs> yeah. It just makes me angry. Yeah. yeah. A shocking 52% of people with a partner at home have still been signing up for dating websites in these unprecedented times. In fact, when it comes to downloading a dating app, listen to this. If you're single, 42% of singles have downloaded a dating app during these times. 42% in a relationship, but not quarantined together. Mm. 52% in a relationship, quarantined together. Wow. Even weirder. Wow, huh? Yeah. Uh, Gone on a virtual date, 27% of singles have. Melissa's been doing that. I sure have. You've been going on the uh, virtual dates with uh, your new boyfriend, Zoom Jim. Mm -hmm. we got to find out more about that guy at some point here. So, wait, (laughs) at what point do you delete that app, Melissa, Like, since you're in a relationship now? Oh, I deleted mine. Really? Yeah, I haven't asked him. I don't know. I should ask. It's probably a good question. Yeah, I'm going to ask him. Uh, It says uh, the uh, interesting part, and we'll get into this more next week, the percentage who have reached out to an ex- if uh, you're single, 37% of single people have reached out to an ex. 33% of people in a relationship have reached out to an ex. Mm. Okay. When it rains, it pours. Uh, when it comes to dating apps, like uh, Melissa was uh, just on, and that's how she met Zoom Jim, and now she's uh, dating him in Zoom, but not in person. 34% of online daters will swipe left if a fellow online dater has poor quality pictures in their profile. In fact, that is the number one requirement in order to get action on dating apps. Probably not surprisingly, how good are your pictures? Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, we still uh, we still lean towards the superficial in the initial stages of meeting people. Yeah. Or like the laziness of the picture. You know, like what if it's mean? like a bathroom photo where they're like, they got their, their shirt, shirt off, off and they're just doing it in the reflection. Uh-huh. It's like, okay, come uh-huh. on. Is that uh, what Zoom Jim had? Nope. Okay. Uh, 28% of online daters value quality pictures over height, politics, and education. Whoa. You can have a PhD, be six foot two, and the president. <laughs> but if your picture is bad, forget it. Yep. No interest. <laughs> Another small, locally-owned business that needs our support during these times. They've always been there for you through all of these years, and now, in unprecedented moments, we need to give back to them. Mm-hmm. How do we do that? Well, let's go get lunch there today. Okay. Plan a little time out of your day to stop by, order curbside pickup, line a bunch of cars up outside, and show our support. Now, we've been all over the suburbs over the past couple of weeks to see all these great locally owned neighborhood restaurants. Mm -hmm. We're doing the same now. We're keeping it in the city and we're going south side. Okay, great. Today's featured restaurant is Cork and Carry at the Park on South Princeton Avenue right here in Chicago. Down on the south side, just a few blocks from Guaranteed Rate Field. Legendary place. Legendary. Legendary Legendary. Oh, that's awesome. No doubt about it. Let's say hello to the owner, Billy. Hi, Billy. Good morning, guys. How are you? Uh, great. How are you this morning? I'm doing well, thank you. How are things going at Cork and Carry? Oh, it couldn't be better. Yeah? <laughs> That's the attitude. Yeah, there we go. There's a positive yeah. Southside That's attitude right. right there. I like it. <laughs> Can do. I like it. Little right. Bit, been a little it's bit of a challenge, well, Billy? You. It's been a little bit of a challenge. Uh, yeah. Can, can I just say thank you for doing this for all of us? It's been great. You know, I mean... Thank you to uh, to Bill Hannigan and the, and the three men in kilts for 
putting a word in for us with you guys. Oh, that's great. We love those They're guys. so nice. Yeah. yeah, the best. Love those guys. Now, Cork and Carrie at the park at uh, 3259 South Princeton Avenue in Chicago. Billy, what are you guys known for for those folks that might not be familiar? Well, I, I think we're known for our burgers. Mm-hmm. Um, or you could start off with an Irish egg roll, which is corned beef, cabbage, and uh, double under cheese wrapped up in a little wonton wrapper. Nice. But I think we're also known for, you know, when the White Sox do come back and they do play a team, we, we're kind of known for our away menus. Yes. So we do, what, whoever the White Sox are playing will do, you know, a food item and a beverage from that city. You know, so if they're playing the, the Orioles, we'll do crab cake and a drink or beer from that town. Or when the Red Sox are in town, we'll do some chowder and some Sam Adams specials, that kind of thing. What do you do for awesome. Cleveland? <laughs> Well, they do have a Great Lakes Brewery in Cleveland. Yeah. All right, yeah. so we're bringing the we're bringing their beer. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sandwich. We we give them a big old heaping glass of bankrupt beer. <laughs> right, uh, Billy. So you how you've been ten years at this location on uh, South Princeton. That's right. Okay. Been there for, this will be our tenth. Well, would have been our tenth baseball season. Yeah. Well, we're we're still holding out hope. Still holding out hope. <sighs> now you can text the word, folks six zero one two three. Text takeout to six zero one two three. You're going to get a link to Cork and Carry at the park. It'll explain everything that they have going on there. What we're encouraging people to do, Billy, is text uh, takeout to six zero one two three. Figure out what they want. Order it online or through the uh, Mix app. Figure out and then show up for curbside delivery. Do you have a staff ready to go for that a little later on? We we do actually. It's a, it's a little family affair. My mom is there, making oh. sure you're served with uh, love and care. And nice. Melissa's there, you know, to help and answer the phones. Nice. So we're ready to go. All right. So and we'll have the mixed road crew out there uh, between eleven and one, Billy. So they'll be playing music, hanging out, keeping track of things that are going on, taking pictures and video that we'll post to social media a little later on. And this is a perfect opportunity for all White Sox fans and Southside yeah. folks and people even in the city making the trek down just to check it out and get some great lunch and support a great local business because there's nothing more Chicago than the Cork and Carry at the park. And uh, we're hoping great things for you today, Billy. We're thinking about you guys. Oh, man. Thank you so much. So, Thank you. Yeah, Appreciate it. So many people have gathered here for so many games, no and now they it. don't have the chance to do that. So go support them. Go get some cheese curds, fried pickles. The boneless wings oh. are really good. Yeah. I want all those things. I know, it sounds really so good. good right now. It really is. It's super hungry. It's uh, it's supporting something that is quintessential Chicago. No Definitely. doubt. That's so true. Wow. All right. Story Friday time. You ready? All the stories that uh, we haven't been able to fit in today, and we're going global. We're going all around the planet for today's stories. Okay. On Story Story Friday. Before we get started, though, let's stay right here. Something you might find interesting. Everybody knows who he is. He's a household name now, Dr. Anthony Fauci. Oh, yeah. Sure. Right. Did you know that the hero of a 1991 romance novel was actually based on Anthony Fauci? Wow. What? Yep, he's the stuff of huh? romance novels. Wow, okay. The director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases was the inspiration for the erotic hero what? in Sally Quinn's 1991 novel, Happy Endings. Oh, what? man. What is this? Did he date the author? No, hang with me here. I'm about to tell you. In which widowed first lady Sadie Gray falls for a sandy-haired scientist named Michael Lanzer, who had just discovered a therapy for AIDS. Quinn had been seated next to Fauci, who was then battling the spread of AIDS at a Washington dinner party as she sought inspiration for the sequel to her 1986 novel, Regrets Only. 
Usually those dinners, you make polite conversation and that's it. But we had this intense conversation, personal conversation. I thought, wow, this guy is amazing. I just fell in love with him. She decided her new character, Gray, should fall in love with this doctor who does this amazing work and doesn't get a lot of publicity. Really brilliant, compassionate, kind, decent, oh. honest, and frankly, sexy. Well, look I at that. Speechless. That's a, That's an incredible there you go. See, Remember that's that, what you get on Story Friday. Incredible stories. They were doing the petition <laughs> a month or so ago to make him the sexiest man alive. I right don't know there. how far that went. But it looks like he already is. Yeah, yeah. maybe he is. All right. Uh, now, let's go around the world. Let's start in Australia. Okay. There is a studio apartment listed in Australia where the bathroom is in the kitchen. <laughs> oh, my God. That's disgusting. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> you don't, no. You don't bleep uh, where you eat. The bathroom and kitchen are separated by only a glass wall. The studio apartment uh, places the kitchen and the bathroom side by side with the toilet and shower in full view oh, of the God. cooking area. Oh, God. No. 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 Looking just for okay. somewhere to stay. <laughs> Let's go to Spain. Over to Spain. Spanish man busted for taking his fish on a walk during the pandemic. How do you take a fish for a walk? Well, the unidentified man in northern Spain was busted this week taking the fish. It appeared that he was trying to take advantage of a rule that allowed pet owners to leave their homes <laughs> so that pets can relieve themselves. There was a picture of him walking down the street holding his fish bowl. <laughs> so oh technically, God. he was taking his pet for a walk just like people with dogs. Yeah, Give him clever. a break. How about France? You want to go there? Sure. Yeah. The French are encouraged to eat more cheese to help with surplus amid the lockdown. They have a lot of cheese in mm. France. Mm. Mm. Send it a over surplus here. of cheese. So they're asking French citizens to please start okay. piling up the cheese 60% more since cheesemakers can no longer sell to restaurants. Mm. Oh. Want to go to Korea? Mm-hmm. The Korean Baseball Organization, WHIP has been talking about it, officially kicked off its 2020 season this week. And uh, during that time, they used a boy in a bubble for a socially distanced first pitch. Oh, I saw this. It's not. It's a totally not a joke. It is literally what you're saying. Right. A boy, a boy in a bubble. Inside a bubble. Yeah. Because he How has did, to live in there, right? And he, it, No, he has to be there because of the pandemic. Oh, We're I trying thought, to keep him safe. I thought it was like Bubble Boy, like the Bubble like Boy. Like Seinfeld, no. 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 Uh, so he's in there, and I guess he is the ball. Yeah, okay. Right? Oh, I was so trying he to rolls figure out. The oh. plate. So then they start what? him at the mound, and he walks out and rolls it out to home uh, home plate for the official pitch oh. to kick off the Korean baseball season. That's something. You want to go to South Africa? Yeah. Sure. Thieves steal exhumation liquids to get drunk on during South Africa's coronavirus booze ban. <laughs> oh. oh. Exhumation yeah. Wait, liquids. Wait, what did they steal? Exhumation liquids. The stuff, you know, they bury people with. Oh. Yeah. Thirsty thieves broke into a mortuary during the nationwide booze ban and are feared to have stolen gallons of ghostly exhumation fluid in in order to get drunk. South Africa is now in its seventh week of lockdown, and one of the most hated restrictions is the total prohibition of buying or selling any type of alcohol. Mm. Uh, the thieves stole four gallons of the 97-proof exhumation liquid. That's pure okay. gasoline. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wonder what it's like. Is it like formaldehyde or something? Kind of along those lines. Yeah, yeah. You know, in prison. Times. Yeah. What? You know, in prison, they're constantly trying to figure out ways to make, you know, hooch, moonshine. <laughs> Ooh, this is a variation of that that they're doing in South Africa. How about the Iceland? Should we go there? Mm-hmm. Iceland is reopening for tourists with a free coronavirus test included. So if you want to go to Iceland, you can. Nice. And when you land, they'll put you through the process. Okay. Nice. So if you're looking for a trip. Mm-hmm. How about Thailand? Wow, you're yeah. going all over the place. Told you. A lot of land. A restaurant in Thailand is now seating stuffed pandas <laughs> to enforce social distancing. 
Remember now how we told cute. you yesterday about the story of mannequins in restaurants? Yeah. yeah. In Thailand, they're doing stuffed pandas. All right. That's Thailand adorable. earlier this month relaxed some restrictions on businesses as the number of coronavirus cases slowed. Uh, when uh, one of the restaurants, the owner said, earlier we had only one chair for the tables where the customers could eat alone. But for me, it felt strange, so I thought I'd give them some company. So you can sit down alone and they'll put a stuffed panda at the table with you. Okay. That's nice. A German cafe is making customers wear pool noodle hats to enforce social distancing. Okay, you know I those like noodles it. you see that yeah. you hold on to, the floaties and oh! pools? So now they've made what? hats with a big noodle on them. Yeah. Oh so it God. sticks out to the front and the back. That makes sense. You get okay. uh, slapped in the face. You get too close right. with that thing. So you sit down, and if you turn and your noodle hits somebody else's noodle, well, <laughs> too close. And that's not close. You know what we're talking okay. about there. And let's stay in Germany for our final story oh. on Story Friday. What? I just looked up the noodles. Everybody's sitting on the patio with it's noodle hats. It's a good look. Uh, elsewhere in Germany, an American was caught posing as a janitor. To sneak into Germany to see his girlfriend. He missed her that much. Oh, man. So sweet. What a sweetheart. A love-struck Pennsylvania man attempted to sneak into Germany to visit his girlfriend during the travel lockdown by disguising himself as a janitor at the airport, according to reports. Once he arrived in the terminal, he took two trash cans and attempted to empty them behind the security area. But his plan was foiled when an officer grew suspicious that he wasn't wearing a security ID, not to mention he couldn't speak German. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Wait a minute. He didn't think everything. Something seems off here. Hey, it's Eric, and the Eric in the Morning podcast is brought to you by ComEd. As we spend more and more time at home, the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program has tips on ways to save. Visit comed.com forward slash home savings.